0: I have an audience of uh, entrepreneurs that are probably on the journey. They're they're, um, they're trying to figure out maybe what they want. What advice do you give someone in that position on how to attack social media? Because they might think they want success or they want money, but I don't think that's what they want. They want to be able to make money in a way that makes them happy, right?
1: Well, I mean, what I do doesn't always make me happy. I make money so I can... You know, have options. At the end of the day, a lot of people always think that you're going to get rich so you can do what you want. And a lot of the rich people I know, they do what they don't want, which is why they're rich. So they get Mm. that backwards. But you're doing what you want, though. Just not every day. Yeah, but I'm also not a billionaire yet. (laughs) (laughs) And and I think it's because I do what I want. But that that's why I keep going back and forth. Like, do I really want to be a billionaire? Well, not if it means I have to be some robotic (laughs) now my life's over and i'm a billionaire but i didn't enjoy it at all yeah i ate freaking basically shit food the whole time i worked out the whole time i worried about everybody else's opinion the whole time then when i finally got there i'm like hey i'm here look i made it everyone and no one gives a yeah now everybody hates you because you're a billionaire you're like damn i thought everyone's gonna love me i thought everyone was gonna care about me so you basically spent your whole life worrying about everybody else's opinion yeah i don't do that Mm. why well because again you can't make everyone happy bro so you might as well pick yourself that's a fact that's i'm learning a lot right now Uh, as you and not only that dude people will start to envy you people will start to be like damn i want to be like him why Well, because dude, you're free, you freaking, you don't care so much anymore about people thinking you're something or whatever. It's just like, it doesn't matter. Now you start to really start to focus and think, what do I want? And then pretty soon you start to start attaining those things. And then again, other than the occasional going back and forth, Mm because sometimes I'll think I want something and then after I'm heading that way, it's like, I don't know. Right. (laughs) Realistically, that's just the voice talking. Yeah. You have a boss voice and a big voice, the navigator and the negotiator. Okay. We listen to the negotiator all day long. Who's the negotiator. Talk and to me. The about negotiator that. is the one that says, dude, you don't need to work out tonight, dude, you're looking good. You're already freaking down 10 pounds. Besides that, dude, you just did four days in a row. She ain't going to be here all night, dog. Just go out for a minute. You can work out tomorrow. <laughs> That negotiator's is good though. Do we negotiate ourselves out of everything we want?
2: Yeah.
1: If you if you really because again first of all you got to take responsibility for whatever you're in. Yeah. Most people won't do that either. I have done that. Everything's my fault. Okay. So if you take responsibility and 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 you really fully understand that everything is because of you, then now you can take ownership and then start making changes. Yeah. Who's the navigator? The navigator, again, it's still you. It's just another voice. And the navigator is the one that wants you to do the right thing because we all know the difference between right and wrong. Yeah. I, you can call it intuition. You can call it whatever. But if I said to you real quick, you know, what's better for you, uh, uh, a salad or a fricking, you know, five guys and fries, you know, with a peanut butter milkshake salad. Of course. Of course. So why are you eating a five guys and fries and a peanut butter milkshake? At the end of the day, it's because deep down, I think people subconsciously, which is below awareness, that's why they call it sub below Mm. conscious aware subconsciously. We don't think we deserve any more than we have, which is why we never get any more than we got. You're never going to outperform your own self-image.
0: Okay, when I saw Joe Rogan get $100 million, I was inspired. Why? Because I didn't know it was possible. I didn't think it was like nothing like that was possible.
3: It's possible. It's extremely possible. (laughs) How you know? You know how I know. This is how I'm going to say how I know. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say I know because um, when you put the work in, everything is possible. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times we don't, uh, 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 when you're really about your work and you really, when they open the hood and everything match up, you know, and it's and I think it ain't just about the numbers. It's about multiple things. I don't think when you going into a, uh, uh, when you going into a room because it don't always happen inside the of offices. The deals don't always happen. They can happen in a restaurant. Our first joint happened in a restaurant. Our second one happened like both of our deals was under ten minutes. Like the negotiation, like you know, we talk go back and forth real quick. Like so we sit down right here, and then we go to legal with it. It's that simple. It's not hard. But is a measurement of numbers, is a measurement of cultural impact. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the shit that you Explain that. Explain cultural that cultural impact is this. You can have you can have you could be doing something, right? And it's cool, you could be doing numbers. People could watch it. But do you have impact on culture and do you have impact on people's lives? That's the measurement that a lot of people don't understand. So it's like, yeah, you might have people that do stuff, but do people really listen to your stuff? Mm-hmm. Do you move people by your stuff? Is people influenced by your stuff? What impact do you have on culture? Not just black, just culture. Mm-hmm. Culture of now. It's different type of cultures. So it's a it's a big ass measurement there, right? Mm-hmm. And then it comes into ownership. One thing about me and I was worth a game, I can't say this for everybody else. Gil own 50%, I own 50% of all our shit. Even after the deal. We own all our shit to this day. We only do licensing deals. Nobody own our stuff. Mm-hmm. We and I don't. One thing about Barstool is our partners. We do a partnership with them, whereas though we license our stuff with them, and they go out there and get money with us.
0: Can you can you explain like a more in depth on like the partnership versus ownership? Like what's going on in the space where I guess some people they just sell their whole soul or no? I don't do I don't believe it's that the case. I think some people
3: uh some people don't know. A lot of people don't know. They think they got to give away stuff. When you, one thing about million dollars worth of game, I can't speak for everybody else. When me and Gil created million dollars worth of game, we did it from the ground. We didn't do it from, oh, let's go get some money. Let's go. It wasn't, it wasn't as, you know, you always had dudes doing it, but I don't think it was more popular as it is now. Now you got investors looking for people. Oh yeah, let me grab him, grab him. Uh, Let me put this money to it. Let me start this. Uh, I own 50%. And so it's, it's a little different for people, but it wasn't like that. We just started it. Six months later, we had a deal. In six months In six months We started okay. in April We had to joint By like November Can you tell me About that deal Licensing deal uh, That deal was It took five minutes It was so funny About that We met up At a, a restaurant Called Devons In Philadelphia Dave Dave Nord And Eric Nardini Came down Extraordinary partners They came down We sat there They said something We said something And it was done We went to legal
0: So Can you tell me The numbers on that
3: Oh, that was about right then and there. This is why it's so great. That was that was about like three point one million for thirty six months licensing deal.
0: I, okay, What well, I just want to like talk on, on the partnership real quick, but yeah. I really need to know how you know this stuff because it's it's something my mind can't really wrap. I can't wrap my mind around how you know what the people are gonna do in a company and how it's gonna. I don't. I just don't understand
4: i tell it. every creator. I'll ask you, how do you know what questions to ask, how to frame the studio, what camera equipment to buy, how to edit, and then produce content? It's just time in. Because you, you're the same way. You put in a lot of work. You may not be all over social like everybody else 15 times a day, but you're doing the work. Right? Yeah. Set's always been beautiful. Shout out to Montel. Narcenio up here, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just time in the market. So, like when you actually study something, for, so for me in marketing, I knew how, I had to know psychologically and emotionally how to move people. Mm-hmm. So when you study the best brands of all time, they were always able to do that. But it's, and people don't like the blueprint, but I'm like, read 50 pages a day, every day. 50? That's light. And can we have an honest conversation? If you want to be rich, the bare minimum. And that's why I like a lot of the things that I come off to say is shocking. Like either I can tell the truth or give the answers for good content. <laughs> good content is eight pages a day, and go drink all the juice. Say you want. We are strong, and you to Be rich. Our book club. We ought to strong ten years. So just tread lightly, brother. Now just keep going. Give me the truth. Give me the truth. Fifty. Fifty minimum. pages a day. As, as black people, we're already behind in every business category. Every. So if we have competitors that are doing minimum of fifty. So, like, in my heyday, 2009, 2010, I was probably reading four, 500 pages a day. Like, Where I, do you I was, find the time, bro? You make the t- What's the alternative to be broke? We got kids. So, for me, I'm not going to, like, look how stupid, like, imagine my son is here at 15. And I'm like, I could have provided for you, but I didn't want to read 50 pages, but I was going through OnlyFans and IG. You know how dumb that sounds? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm like. Everyone is trying to. The, here's the easy formula to getting rich in business. No, how many hours a day do you work? Hours, we be in.
0: By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Listen to the Black Stories Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts.
4: Yeah, every day. 12, 13 hours? At least. I wish there was a way to like auto make content and AI can take our voice and make 20. It doesn't work that way. So we have to put, and then also studying the market every day. Looking at, so look at all the companies in the Dow 30. So the Dow has like a basket of 30 companies. What is the Dow? The Dow Jones is like an index, so a basket, um, and it, they just put together the 30 best companies in America, and they made an index out of it. So, it's like an off star team. Think of it that way.
0: Oh. Index. Oh. Yeah. Yo, I literally never knew that. Yeah.
4: Because people talk about the Dow Jones. I don't know. Who is Dow Jones? Is that a person? i say, yeah, it's a, there were two founders of the company and made the index to make oh, it a you. lot easier.
5: Good. I didn't want to go down the rabbit hole, but I had to ask. You know what else it is? That people don't realize that I feel like now people are really more understanding lifestyle inflation. I feel like I got mm. smacked that in the face hard. with that mm. lifestyle inflation because people don't even realize, right? It's like you just said, right? You've been used to eating the same thing every single day. But now you get a pay raise. You go from making 50,000 to 150,000. So now it's just like, "You know what? I'm about to get a pay raise." 100%. Man, I used to I'm I'm used to eating tuna and crackers, but you know today we're going to get the Ruth Chris. <laughs> we now have it's the
6: tuna tartare. Like yeah. <laughs> now yeah. we have yeah. the tuna tartare. Not the tuna tar-tar. right. <laughs> not, the, not the chicken of the sea, right. you know what I'm saying? Like tuna
5: tartare. Like now it's a whole different company conversation. conversation because your mind is already prepped for making more money yeah so immediately subconsciously you're prepped for spending more money Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying so most people don't like that's like so that's the other silent killer of it it's like you're making more money slowly but most people are also spending more money slowly Mm -hmm. and they don't even realize it i you know i'm used to living in the trenches but now i see that new crib in uh you know midtown i'm gonna go turn up yeah You didn't even realize you're spending that kind of money now. It's a whole different conversation.
6: Yeah, you know, we spend my old salary on food a month. Wow. (laughs) Light flex. (laughs) It's disgusting, actually. It's not even something that I'm proud of. I eat so good. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even funny, honey. I get whatever I want on the menu. I have no control. I want... All the appetizers. Why do I have to pick when I can have both? And then at the end of the month, I'm like, I don't I don't have to pick like there are just a couple of things. (laughs) and, And I think it's connected to past trauma when I lost everything 2008 to 2010, like nobody knew. Not my mom, not my daughter's father. Nobody knew that me and my daughter for about a year were splitting a Wendy's value meal. Like Mm she get the fries, I get the nuggets, we split the drink. Like nobody knew. And I didn't live like that growing up. We were very middle class growing up. I discovered poverty on my own, my own terrible financial decisions, Mm. right? And so nobody knew that 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 my friends was taking us out and I would eat a little bit and, like, oh, I'm not so hungry because I had to take the rest of the food home so Deja could have a delicious meal to eat, right? Mm. She never missed a meal. I would miss some meals, probably how I stayed so skinny at that time, <laughs> but she never missed a meal. I would go on dates. Oh, you don't eat a lot? No, I don't. I'm taking food home to my daughter, right? Now that was the I, play. I don't, it wasn't really the, the, the play. Single the, play. play. No, the
0: single mom play, no, the single play. It
6: wasn't, it wasn't really the play. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <that> is, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, it sounds like the yo. single mom play. It
6: was, it was not the play. I didn't date for real when I was going through that stage mm-hmm. of my life, but I had people who were in my life before that happened. I want to talk knew, about this so bad. That knew Ooh. what was happening, that still wanted to look out, mm-hmm. right? And and we still hang out. I didn't date new people during that time. But anyway, I say that to say, now, I've always been a lover of food. I'm from New Orleans. It's like the food capital of the United States, at least. I go, you know, I want the calamari and the tuna tartare. Mm-hmm. By the way, let me get that shrimp cocktail. Can you tell me more about the lamb lollipops? Like, wow. that's just me.
0: I've seen it. Ooh in the flesh that, now is, keep that, going. Is, <laughs> that is the
6: one thing there are people who put their money in cars mm-hmm. shoes you buy you got every hoodie every game every pair of jordans mm-hmm. feed me <laughs> you don't even have to feed like i'm talking waitress server please feed me whatever the bill is i got it yeah. like and when i look back and really calculated how much because the, the food expense is one of those categories on my balance sheet that I don't ever want to look at. You, can't, like, you just, just can't justify
5: it. I can't justify <laughs> <it> <laughs> how much
6: money I am spending on food, but I've been this way for years. Just like you said, you've been doing this thing for 12 years. How do I stop? Like, how do I stop?
0: Building this. Okay, you're, you're, you're making calls mm-hmm. at the yellowpages.com. Yep. How do you, so tell me about the business model first, what you do, and I want to yeah, know yeah. how you started.
2: So yellowpages.com, uh, I decided, keyword, Decided to be the number one sales rep in the company and made it public, which has been my secret sauce for every year in business. Like I don't, I don't consider things. Like I'm, I public, I, I decide what it's going to be, and then I immediately make it public.
0: He said, "I don't consider things." So, yeah, uh, that makes sense too. Okay,
2: so, so all the sales reps hated me, uh, right? And I ended up becoming number one in the entire company, Presidents Club. And as soon as I won. A week after I, I won first place in the company, I quit because I learned that success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. I literally felt like what I was selling was a ripoff to people. I didn't believe it. Wow. And within a week of me feeling that scary feeling in my stomach, I immediately quit. And that's when I started my company SMB team. So...
0: Bill, I didn't think you were coming today. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. So we're at this mastermind. And what you just said, yo, know, I don't consider things I decide. We're at the mastermind, and obviously, this mastermind one, I've never been in a room like this, mm-hmm. okay? And there's like everyone's doing 10, 20, 30, 40 million dollars a year. And I'm I'm talking to Bill, and he like kind of talk about, you know, he got the, the acquisition offer, and I'm like, dang, I'd love that bill on a podcast. So, like we're talking, and I'm like, man, I'd love to get you on a podcast. You're like, all right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And I asked a bunch of people, mm-hmm. and they said, "Okay, let's do it." And then you said, "When you want to do?" It. I said, "I mean, I shoot every Wednesday." You was like, "All right, this Wednesday," and I'm like, "Cool, just hit me up, man. We can do it this Wednesday. I'm open." And I think you hit me back like, "Yo, uh, what time are we gonna be done, or whatever?" And I'm like, "This is happening. He's actually, he's really coming." I never, I never had nobody do that. By the way, we're in another room. You're going to fly from wherever you live to Atlanta to come to the studio. Like you literally, I, I watched you make a decision, but I wasn't thinking about it like mm-hmm. that until right now. Yep. I don't consider it. The, yo, there was mad people that, actually Jason just uh, texted me. I think it was mad people in that room that considered it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think I'd do it. Yeah. And maybe I consider interviewing you and mm-hmm. I didn't decide. Mm-hmm. I should have asked Timbaland.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, Timbaland was in the room. Let me set the context here uh, for, for those listening. So we, we uh, me, David Shands, Marcus Barney, Neo, I mean, it was an absolutely stacked room. It's us and Grant Cardone for two straight days. We got dinner with Grant two nights in a row. It was, he labeled an influencer mastermind. Um, and since we have a big brand for lawyers, I was honored to be invited, but I don't have the audience that David has or Neo's behind the camera right now. Uh, I don't have the audience that you guys have. I just have a very qualified audience. Um, but I was grateful to be in that room. And uh what you're talking about, Timberlin, Timberland was in the room sitting like three rows behind you for the yeah, entire influencer sure. mastermind, just so that everyone understands what he's talking about. So um yeah.
0: look, so Neil, Neil talks so he's just one of those, he makes the decision. He's like, Yo, I'm gonna have you on, you know, how you at my event. And He pointed me like, yo, I'm going to have Dave interview. And I was like, oh, that'd be dope. But then I left saying, I'm now relying on Neil to create the relationship when we're both in the same room. That's why he makes so much more money than me. I could have just said, yo, Timbaland, let me make sure I get your information. But now I'm relying on the executor to execute for me. This is, you don't know how much this is helping me. He got like, it's it's like he has his own page personality. You have your own page personality. Y'all come together and it's another show. And I'd imagine that when people are looking at y'all, it's like the whole gumbo of the combination of million yeah. dollars worth of game individually and collectively. Mm-hmm. So tell Donna to start a podcast, bro.
3: No. Why not? I'm not gonna tell this story. She might do something else, but don't start a podcast. You go, got something. See, let me explain something. To post too. more or something. No, no, no. She could do that. <laughs> but, but but y'all got some magic that's going on. We do. Well, me and Gil got, we got magic. No matter what he do outside of this, no matter what I do, ain't nothing bigger than Million Dollars Worth of Game. That's our home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times people get caught up and they be like, uh. Oh, no. And it's just, everybody just start having these magical ideas. Like anything that we do decide to do is gonna be under Million Dollars Worth of Game Hub, but it's not gonna be nothing far-fetched where I'm going over here, he going, that shit's not happening. You know, I mean, we dying with this for sure, but I'm not
0: saying we're going anywhere else. We're still a team, but like you are building your own following. He's building his own following. So when y'all come together, it's obviously you have to have the the chemistry and the magic, but. Y'all own person, all y'all stuff that y'all do outside a million dollars worth of game, I'm 100% sure it adds to the collective. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we always just doing
3: us, but it's like everything goes back to million dollars worth of game to run traffic there. Gotcha. You know, everything is about that because that is what, that's the big, that's the big show. That's What'd what it's about. So, she don't want to do it. Don't force a hand if she don't want to do it. No, I, it doesn't matter. She didn't want to do the
6: podcast now, together. I didn't want to do this podcast. Did I force at her all, to do that. It am Being totally honest, <laughs> she
3: don't post. She don't. You saying she don't post? Let her chill.
6: That's not true. That's not true. Why so are you trying to do that? David is always trying to micromanage my career. Thank you. <laughs> what David you has to understand it. is, I was lit before becoming friends with him. Okay, mm. he wants. He wants me my to no. Look, and, and so, <laughs> let me be clear. Our definition of lit is different. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm about my money and my impact, period. And I I don't need hundreds of thousands of followers. If it happens, it happens. That's totally cool. But that's never, ever been like the lane that I'm looking for. David wants me to have hundreds of thousands of followers. But what you have to understand, too, is I'm 100 percent organic. Mm. I don't run any ads. I've had nothing external driving people to my page other than me. So what I have right now is all on me and the, and the podcast. Like that's legitimately what happened. Um, David wants me to do a podcast. I went, I trademarked the name, I did everything, but I feel like you. I still miss the connection of how does this really benefit us as a unit mm-hmm. versus sending me in a different direction?
0: Well, it's not necessarily, here's the thing, I wasn't thinking a different direction, right? Right. So I have a I have a, um, a joint where I do like five minute Fridays. All the stuff that I do outside the podcast drives traffic here. Yeah, and I'm not saying she needs to have a whole bunch of followers. It's just <sighs> I believe in her voice, and if she if she had like 30 minutes for people to just hear her without my interruption, like there are some people like that that will only move based on her voice. So I'm I'm always pushing her to go out and do more that. and give more of her message. Not even herself, but more of her message to the world. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll do it, everything for you. Just come to the studio. We'll shoot it. We'll do all that stuff. Just, it, ain't, it
3: ain't always got to be a podcast. It could just be her. She could be sitting in her car. She could be in the crib. 100%. Throw a camera on her. Or throw a phone. You don't really need a camera. All you need is a phone. It'd been empires built off of, off of phones and shit. Like Barstool sure. was built off of phones. You, you know mean? what I mean? Like they did. It was a lot of phones. They was using phones. Like we was built off of phone. Million Dollar I mean, you was know, game was built off, outside of the show. Our whole movement is is the phone.
0: Yeah, mm.
3: That's all I, I shot Where's Wallow with the phone. Yeah, You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I just think, uh, it, it ain't always gotta be a podcast. I think, I think we in a space where the first time, first thing people think, oh my God, that was a nice post you had, or that was a nice conversation with you. You should start a podcast. I think it's more to that. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. She might be more comfortable sitting on the couch and just kicking it.
4: Uh, and that could sure. be just
3: content. I think I I, I think it's, con- it's about content, not about everything it can't be a podcast. Like you see, like I showed you, it's like 2.4. As of June 2022, it was 2.4 million podcasts in the world. Mm-hmm. 2.4. That's a lot. Yeah. So uh, you know what I mean, I don't know if you know y'all need to do that when y'all got something. I don't know if she can have a segment inside the show where it go to that, where it go to her sitting on the couch and she just bang in the middle of your joint. That right. might, I mean, but just her taking it because she, she like, I'm cool. And she said something that's very important. And I think we got to understand that in the culture. She said, oh no, I've been lit. And her definition of lit was my bank account say that I'm lit. Mm-hmm. Not social media because there's a lot of people that's lit on social media, but their bank account don't reflect them that's being lit. They 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 Their financial statement don't say that they lit. Mm-hmm. They don't even have a tax attorney to say, "Oh no, they, they, I'm saving them." So you you understand that. So, so she says, "I'm very important." She says, "I ain't use no ads. I ain't do this. I ain't do that." So sometimes you gotta let people be them and be great at what they do. You know what I mean? It,
0: It might not be a podcast. But if I just let Donnie sit there, then she wouldn't be on this podcast and she wouldn't be like... I'm not saying don't push you off yeah. a roof. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's what I'm I just saying. saying.
3: So <laughs>
6: I feel you. Now, the one thing I do, I do agree with David and I give you, I take total accountability. I've gotten lazy with posting content and you know, I used to be content, content, yeah, content. Sure. But she now because so we have the podcast and we got the clips and the episode and all of this stuff, I kind of have let the podcast just totally become all my content. That I'm going to give you. Mm-hmm. I will get back in the game and start shooting out content. I'm going to give you that. And I'm not saying no to my own podcast. I'm just not saying, you know, I'm a visionary. I just don't see how this makes sense. I gotcha. feel like it causes division. And then people are sharing their attention. I, like I feel that. like we need to be all in on social proof. That's, that's my thought. We can continue to strategize and think about it. Um, we're not saying no. I'm yeah. just saying, I don't see it. Okay.
3: And, and what she said about, uh, I understand what she's saying. Like, and I understand what Dave's saying, like there's a lot of times people want to connect with just you outside of business. Outside. Sure. And, they, and and sometimes people would subscribe to your real life over your business life. Mm-hmm. And that could be, introduce people to your business life as your business life can introduce people to your real life. Yeah. So I understand what he's saying, because I done had conversations with him about that.
0: Yeah.
3: And uh, like a lot of times I see a lot of business people, every post is buy, 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 buy this, buy this, course, 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 course. Yeah. It's like do you got a real life? Yeah. Like, where's your real life at? Yeah. And I had talks with them. I'm like, yo, oh, because you don't want to turn your whole life into just like a program of only time. Only thing you want is this. Buy-, buy is a, is an for you to buy something, right? When it's like, you know, give some, you know just give, you know, show them your real life
6: Dave has my best <coughs> interest He's the best partner to have He wants me to be more popular, y'all That's what David wants If we being totally honest We'll be in the airport Like we both do the Social Proof Podcast We'll be in the airport Everybody's like, Dave, man I love what you and old girl doing with the podcast And I'm it like, only, it's it, me Nah, it only will <laughs> be girl
0: She's standing right next to me They are like, yo, I watch every episode <laughs> every of the Social episode. Proof Podcast And I'll be looking at die like, yo, um You, you know her no, I don't really know. Yo, I watch every episode. <laughs> you,
6: you watch a lot of people episode. watch clips. Yeah, yeah,
3: for sure. You will realize that a lot of people watch clips because they don't watch the episode. Because they'll be like, "Damn, man, you should have what's the name on you." Like we did have him on the show,
0: <laughs> right?
3: <for sure. laughs> you don't watch the show, 100%. You so you know it's like you know. I think it's always good. Like, like I'm gonna tell you some real stuff though. D, that's a good feeling to have when somebody don't know you. That's the greatest feeling. Mm-hmm. Now, when everybody know you, now it's like ah, oh, mm-hmm. it's really top. You know what I mean? It's like. It's a great feeling when anybody don't know you. You know, yeah. I mean, I go through that all the time. I will be loving it. I will be like, bet, you don't know me. Nah, she be feeling terrible. She be like, no, oh look at me, look at me. You don't know me? <laughs> That's like, not the truth.
6: <laughs> Every now and then I be like, for real. Every yeah. episode you watch any
0: episode, you don't know me. <laughs> hey, I I, I I wanna ask this too. You're the cultural advisor, of YouTube,
3: of YouTube. Mm-hmm. How you do that? Um, being me and really having proof and being like out here, like you, you, always say you got you got social proof. I love that. I remember when you. First, I love that name because it was like I always say something. You got to have proof of concept. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people don't have proof of concept. But a person to say I do this, I do. You know, like in a bio, social media is based off bios, and people write all this stuff in the bio, and it's like you never did that. Yeah, I understand what you're aspiring to be, but you never did that. And one thing to read the way I was able to get that because I had proof. You know what I mean of what I'm doing. I'm executing out here. Yeah, I'm an executor. And I I did a lot of stuff out here, you know what I mean? So I was able to get in that type of position doing stuff. We created an unbelievable program, YouTube Avenues. Uh, We went to uh, five cities, Philadelphia, DC, Detroit, Houston, and Oakland, slash San Fran. Uh, We just finished the first cycle of that. We're working on the next cycle next year, where we educate people how to monetize on YouTube, uh, what demonetize you on YouTube, how to grow on a platform, uh, how to build your page out, how to get paid on it. It's, it's a lot we teach. You know, an uh, unbelievable crew, uh, a team of people. Can you give me some game? Can you give me hold some hold game? Hold up, one minute. Group? Unbelievable, I'm, I got to give you these. I got to shout these people out. The crew, you know, our leader to Mabasa. Uh, we got Rachie over there. We got Mahalet over there. We got Adam over there. We got Bella over there. We got uh, Chelsea over there. We got Sydney over there. We just got a uh, Britney over there. We got an unbelievable crew and a cast of people Oh, that's that look like us, mm. and that's how we're educating we educating. Because a lot of times, for a long time, people thought YouTube was just a a big ass warehouse full of computers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it's real people that just like us is handling some of the biggest yeah. accounts and handling some of your biggest artists or some of your biggest creators on the platform. Yeah. So give okay,
0: give me one of your greatest calls.
4: Uh. Of recent, I called Bitcoin going to 20,000 when it was at 59,000. The entire world thought it was crazy. And That sounds crazy. How do you know, bro? And when it got to 20,000, 20, I said it was going to recover in 63 days. It recovered in 62. This is all documented.
0: Yo, how do you? All right, yo, I, okay, I know we got to read the 50, yep. right? But how do you, like, give me all the information that's coming together to be able to pinpoint a pra- So,
4: blueprint. It, the whole Bitcoin thing. Okay, yeah. In the 63 days. That's very specific. Because that was like, well, he doesn't know. Because you know how, like our community can be rough with us. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, man, he don't know. I don't even like how he delivered information. He arrogant. So I'm like, okay, let me tell you the number of days that it's going to recover in. And then for me, that's an exercise in trust. Because what's happened historically in our community, somebody will give information and it may work one or two times and then we end up losing everything. So our guard is up. So I have to go through a few more barriers of trust than most people have to do. But the blueprint is looking at...
0: Promo code, big deal at checkout, and get your tickets now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights, take your brand to new heights, take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer. Okay, I'll see you at the summit, and don't forget to use promo code
4: Big Deal. Your craft every day, twelve hours a day for seven years, and you'll be good. Now, if you want to look okay, and here's the blueprint: if LeBron is your favorite player. And we're in game six of the NBA finals. You can go and see on average how many points he scores in a game six. Mm -hmm. I treat the market the same way. So I'm writing down the prices every day, marking off where they are and tracking. Okay, if we fall 33%, how often does it take a top five company to recover to get back to a high versus a company that's in the rust of 2000 and maybe number 583 on the list? It's time in. People don't, and that's not, The viral, sexy answer. But if you really want growth, financial freedom, that's the real key. So when I, go ahead.
0: So specifically Bitcoin, give me like three, like some things that you knew were were going to happen that's going to affect this drop. Or are you saying it's going to drop every so often?
4: Yeah, I mean, it it drops every, so, but everything rose on a cycle. So when it became popular and we heard about it, I was telling everyone, A, all the hedge funds are buying it. So knowing when the hedge funds are gonna buy an asset or a stock allows you to understand timing. Cause if capital comes in, they have to put that money to use every three months. Cause they can't, if they get $40 million or $2 billion in from a client, they can't sit on it from a year. They have to deploy it. Mm-hmm. That was number one. Number two, like I have a system for knowing where prices are going to go. Some people call it the crystal ball, but I'm literally marking off in the worst case scenario, this is a great tip for everyone. And the worst case scenario for every asset you buy, a business, equipment, real estate, what's the absolute lowest price you should buy that asset to give you the greatest return? Because all your victories and all your wins are going to come on a price that you buy, not the asset that you get.
0: But, I mean, we could say that the best price is a dollar, right? But some things aren't going to be that.
4: Everything has a floor, though. So marking off where those floors, those bottoms in the market are, is a the key that most people want to just buy and gamble and that's the truth the discipline that's required to be good people don't want to sacrifice but I don't know about everybody else in the room I've been broke broke so like when lights are off and like you ever like went into a cupboard or a cabinet and nothing was in there and you closed it and prayed to God the food to be in there and open it back the I, I just you make sure you did nothing miss there, right <laughs> And then I, I, I could have swallowed some crackers in the corner <laughs> somewhere for me. And then when 2008 came, my friend Art made a ton of money in the market. He was the first black person I ever saw, like, be excited when the market crashed. I'm like, why the hell are you happy? Gas was like $4.23. I was living here at the time, so I'm driving from Midtown, going to Alpharetta, Norcross. I'm like, gas killing me, bro. How are you making money? He's like, it's the best time to buy. So he knew how to trade and invest. And he was like, black people are the only people when a recession hits, we don't treat it as an opportunity. We treat it as a disaster. Mm. And he worked at JP Morgan. So he started showing me what he knew. Like, I think our bought city at 97 cent, 99 cent. Like, he still retired off those investments. Goodness in too, From that. So that's when I was like, I'll never miss another recession. I will never miss another opportunity. I'm just going to study, build, put all, like the Kobe thing. Floyd Mayweather, all the sides of their Steve Jobs, Michael Jordan, Kobe, Tiger Woods, any great Oprah, all had the same schedule 12 hours a day. There's no balance. You have to pick whether you want to be great at something or not. They all, all have want the same for, schedule. But, got the same opportunity as most people are not consistent
5: enough, long enough to be able to
4: manifest what they
5: truly want restricting your dating when you were i don't want to say broke but like at out
6: broke as hell yes (laughs) so
5: like can we really like i feel like this should be normalized like am i like i feel like more people and especially i'm not i I could only talk as a man because i'm a man but like more men need to understand if you're not in a particular place financially why are Mm -hmm. you focusing on women
0: i don't agree you don't yeah i don't agree you what? I do not finish your point. Okay, okay, agree. okay. Now I gotta come correct. Now I gotta come correct.
5: Cause I'm Tying gonna get a rebuttal.
6: Alright, no, 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 no. This was a no-brainer. Nah, nah, nah. It's always a brain. No, no, no.
5: We gonna brain. get it. We gonna get it. Nah, so I feel like I gotta pick up the mic like, well. <laughs> nah. So I mean nah, honestly, like, I feel like if you're really trying to change your situation, mm-hmm. you don't like your credit score, you don't like your bank account, you don't like the place you are in life, right? Why the hell are you focusing on women? Yeah, Focus on your grind, focus on your bag, focus on Mm -hmm. changing your class in society, then you can go back and double back. And I mean, don't get me wrong. If like, you know, the right woman shows up in your life, whatever the case may be, and y'all grind it out because I see that happen every day, then Mm -hmm. absolutely make it happen, make it count and y'all build something together, right? But your main focus and main priority should not be courting women. Your main yeah. focus and priority should not be, hey, yo, what's up, ma, let me take you out, Like, and then you out here, and then the worst part about it is you going on that date, you ask her to split the bill. Brokey? No, okay, now, Brokey? That's crazy <laughs> to that's me. Brokey is one of my, okay, little Brokey, sit
6: down. That's brokey. crazy. <laughs> okay, little Brokey.
0: That's crazy. No, I, that I don't agree with. I, I, I don't agree with, uh, uh. I'm splitting the bill? I mean,
5: yeah, no, that, that's weird. That's I, I yeah, but right. when I used to be a server, I swear to like I'm gonna tell y'all this one time, right? There was a there was a meal called Yo, a Marco
6: You were the lit server. I already know oh, yeah, so yeah.
5: freaking you, ser- you were the lit <laughs> <I had> people <laughs> server. People literally waiting for me, tables out, two hour wait for Brian. Yeah, but anyway, I, I digress. Like I remember we had a meal called the Marco meal, right? You could get like a chicken parmesan. Where were you working? Magianos. Okay, all right, for sure, yeah, yeah, Garden yeah, yeah. City, right? Right?
6: Trash Italian food.
5: I like I like Magianos. No. It's chicken like parmesan, parmesan sandwich is crazy. <laughs> they, <laughs> put, ca-
6: they put carrot chunks in their spaghetti or the lasagna, one of them, and it always tripped me out. Like, who puts chunks of carrots in It's their
5: in the eggplant parmesan.
6: It's in the... Park. How do
5: I remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Yo!
6: Yo! I was about to sell a whole Marco meal. Hey, Reese, okay, give well,
0: me wait. the camera. First off, first off I love Mazianos. I would do an ad right now. Right I now. I love y'all.
6: Wait, Reese. Come over here real quick. I'm so mad at when it right I said up. that the experience was subpar, I meant the one time that I went, but...
5: <laughs> Not David giving free publicity to the place let let that me. fired me. That's crazy. Let me
6: finish talking about all the other times that I went and... There was something on your menu that was absolutely outstanding for somebody there and we would love to do an ad. Anyway, go we ahead. Not to.
5: them giving free publicity to the police that fired me. Oh! <laughs> they fired The you? loyalty? Crazy. I don't
6: know. Like Why'd they fire you? You could have earned the fire. That's... You, you, oh, he he needs the time, yeah. you give me earned fired I, energy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it does it was yo, for no reason bro cut the episode, yeah. like.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> your personality said something that got it, you it, 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 oh wow what? <laughs>
4: What's, what, what? Just, okay
0: real quick put a pin in it but what, why'd you get fired
5: damn uh let me why did I get fired
6: exactly
5: you weren't wrong you, you, you
6: know, know what, what it, it is
5: because <laughs> nah, you <know> <laughs> honestly I'm not gonna lie I was insubordinate like Oops. were we wrong yo All camera right. back camera back Reese See? Really, though? My <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're on your side. It's a okay? gift of The loyalty is great. <laughs> Anyway, back to my story. So, I'm with a, uh, I'm, I'm taking care of a two-top. That's, that's a couple, right? And they get a chicken parmesan. Uh-huh. The chicken parmesan, 19... 19- Hold on, two top is possible? That's what? possible. How is that possible? possible? That's two people on a table. See, two, top. <laughs> two people oh, on
6: a table? Not, not that's, that's, awesome. crazy.
0: That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yo, we're trying try to understand nah, it. Nah, <laughs> nah, he's, really. he's like,
6: yo, I'm nervous sitting on his, <laughs> yo, on his couch right now. <laughs> is this not a safe
5: place? Like What <laughs> is this not a safe yo, place? Yo,
0: this whole room has been very New York all oh day, God, bro. Oh, bro. Okay.
5: Right, we're going we in New York next This is crazy, bro. Stay
6: on task. Stay on task. Yo, <laughs>
5: this is crazy. So anyway, they, bro, I don't forgot my whole story. Bro.
6: <laughs> <serving the> two <laughs> top. Top.
5: Was, right, right, right. So parenthesis, parenthesis, parenthesis. We was talk about brokies taking females out when, taking women out when, you know, they don't got the bag like that, mm. right? Cool. So I'm at a table, right? And they order a chicken Parmesan. Chicken Parmesan, $20, $19.95, right? The bill come. He said, yo, you could do separate checks. Mm. What? On a $19.95 meal, my guy? Mm. separate checks i honestly like i wanted to say with every heart like i asked my manager if i could do this i was like yo can i can i take care of this table can i just cover the bill for my mans because i think it's it's kind of looking bad right now for my my boy you know mm. but it just kind of like i don't like if you and i'm not trying to speak on nobody's pockets or nothing like that but is it safe to say that if you have to split a 20 dollar meal you probably weren't in the best financial situation to go on this date
6: either that or she wasn't giving take me home energy
5: regardless Mm. though as a man that's the date didn't go well no 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 regardless i'm gonna stand on that regardless even if the date is trash
6: you need to still cover you gotta
5: hold your own like for real like as a man
0: but i can i can relate to someone who if the conversation isn't going well now i couldn't do it because my my temperament and my 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 heart won't let me do that But if somebody, if we thought it was something else and I'm getting the vibe that you are just here for a meal. Oh.
5: No. You're you Dutching it all day?
0: I'm not, but I can understand somebody doing it. <laughs> nah, here? but that's still crazy. Dutch boy. <laughs>
6: Dutch boy over
0: that's here. crazy. Whole bunch of Dutch boys nah. out here. Yo, listen, man. All my Dutch boys, boys
5: comment in the chat. Nah, nah. You, you, you got to <laughs> kill no, them with I'm kindness. With you.
6: I, first of all, I just don't think so. It's twofold. I don't think that it's black or white. I don't think that you should just absolutely not be dating because you're broke, right? I don't think for any reason it should be your focus. You should not be focused Mm -hmm. on dating. When I was broke, like I was so broke, I was embarrassed to date. But I'm really transparent, so people knew like i would turn people down and and you know guys never take no for an answer so i was like no for real like come on we should and i'm like no you know my money's not together right now my mind is on a whole totally different place i'm a single mom and i just got to like my daughter right now is my priority i would say that like that's my conversation mm. and people would still say but let me just treat you to something nice you deserve something nice and every now and then you like you know what i do deserve something nice i do deserve more than just going home and turning on a TV with the basic cable because everything has been cut off and going home and eating another Mm. pack of ramen noodles. So every now and then you say, yes, but that person knew what they were dealing with and and what I was dealing with. I am a bring something to the table kind of woman. And that doesn't mean financially, right? I'm a bring something to the table woman. And let me explain that before women be like, men are supposed to, it starts with me. And in that phase in my life, I felt so depleted, like I felt like I brought nothing to the table, not even good conversation, because my mindset was so focused on something else that I couldn't be a good date to you. So I'm not going to come with my down energy and my down pockets and my down everything else and do what? So I personally just wasn't open to like, dating during that time and I think men who are in that situation um, I believe that everybody should have companionship at every point in their lives right because it literally keeps you sane having people around you keeps you keeps you sane but if you are a man spending your last dollar to date you're never going to stop that cycle and get out of the, get out of that hole
2: to answer your original question as to how the business started and and what we sell, um, and this is what I really, really want to share. So if you're listening right now, like lean in, like, really, really listen to this because my intention is to have you make 20 million dollars from this. He's right? serious about that? Just dude. to be That's crystal clear. Let me, let me fix um, my posture. And I don't mean, think I'll slouch it to remote
0: to He said, let me just get like right.
2: the first, there's there's four phases in any <laughs> business that I've identified. The first phase is the rainmaker phase. Hold on, because this okay. is just for the interview. The second phase is the demand phase. The third phase is the awareness phase. And the fourth phase is the management phase. Hold,
0: hold on, because right. i got my notes out because I need this. So number so one rainmaker is... Rainmaker, demand, demand. Rainmaker, rainmaker.
2: Demand, awareness, and then management. Demand, awareness. So awareness. it goes from sales to marketing the management in, three, in, in those phases. So let me explain. So when you start a business, most people never escape the rainmaker phase. Rainmaker phase is where everything depends on you, your selling abilities, your product, your relationships. Mm. Most people just stop there. That's usually going to be a two, three employee company. What it really is, is one talented person with a few helpers. And that's where most businesses just stop right there. That's the Rainmaker phase. Now, depending on how expensive what you sell is, you could take the Rainmaker phase to, I don't know, 400k a year. Right. You, most people don't. Most people stop at 200 K. If you look at the small business statistics, like most businesses are doing under $100,000 a year. I mean, you're basically quitting a job to have a lower paying job. Most people, when they start a business, (laughs) I mean, I'm serious. It's, it's, it's horrific for most business owners. So the rainmaker phase is where you must, I say should or must, I forget. Must. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You must collect. (laughs) excess money, capital. You have to grow your bank account to where you can invest in marketing, right? And then that brings us to the demand phase. So the Rainmaker phase, the skill you must master is sales. Sales and charging enough money to where you're able to bank it. Uh, And you're only going to end up with like max 100K in your bank account. Once you got 100K in your bank account, You're like, okay, I'm getting to the end of the Rainmaker phase. Now we have to go out on a limb. And that's the demand phase. That's where we actually have to find a way to create demand for what we sell. Whether that's the internet, whether that's through a different marketing vessel of sorts. What A big mistake people people make is they see people like Neo, Marcus Barney, and all these others that we were just with, and you, and they think, I'm going to do what Neo does. I'm going to do what David Chance does. I'm going to get all this awareness and create a big... And what happens is they don't have the capital or the resources that you do. They, they don't, they're not able to create a studio. They're not able to. And what they should be focused on is demand focused marketing. How close is the attention that I get, and turning that into money? Well, most people do. They want glamour. They want followers. They want all this crap that does not result in money, mm. right? So they skip to the awareness phase, which is phase three, and that's a mistake. We need to embrace the demand phase. So I, mean, I need
0: to go a little deeper on this demand. Yeah. So let's say, for instance, okay. I have
2: okay. Yeah, I'll give you
0: one. I have a group, I have a morning meetup. Yep. Right. And it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So we coach every morning, Monday through Friday, and there's, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of people in mm-hmm. it. We got over a thousand people in it. Um, how do I create demand
2: for that? Mm-hmm. So like an example of a marketing channel that creates immediate demand for that is very simple. Instagram DMs. Like, so simple. Mm. So I'm saying, you got to wipe your mind for a second because you have an audience and and you run one of the most successful podcasts out. So you got to bring yourself back to before you had a podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay? Picture you have no audience at all. A demand-focused marketing strategy is a direct DM to someone asking them to buy your stuff. (laughs) Okay, Okay? that is demand-based marketing, right? That's borderline sales. So demand-based marketing is where you go right for the throat. I built my business to $1.5 million using primarily cold email. (laughs) I found, okay, I found attorney's email addresses and I reached directly out to the decision maker and asked them to buy my product. I didn't play any of the, oh, I'm going to build a brand and have all these followers. No, I went, I'm going to collect the money from this person using cold email. So I built a cold email strategy. That is a demand-focused marketing strategy, right for the throat, right to the decision maker. Don't play this tap dancing of, I'm going to build an audience and grab all these followers and maybe, just maybe, they'll buy from me mm. because people are inspired by you and they want to build what you built, like a podcast like mm. you built. But sometimes it's the wrong timing for that. So what we need to do is we need to get our team and our business to that million dollar mark going right for the throat. Got it. And a lot of people take too long to grow their business past the million dollar mark because they take too long building a brand when it's too early. They should just mm-hmm. be they should just be reaching right out to the people who can buy their stuff.
0: I got it. I got it. I got it. Because obviously that um that will spark more testimonials, more people talking about it, you're yep. fulfilling um, your your audience and I guess to kind of get some word of mouth going in yep. the beginning and accelerate revenue.
2: Yep. So what I'm saying is if if you want to add a million dollars onto your business in one year, go directly to the people who can buy your product or service. Got it. If you want to take five years to get there, do branding. Build the brand. Like, right?
0: Anybody feel attacked? <laughs> Anybody here feel attacked? Okay, okay. good, good. Because we are too cool. We yeah. like too cool.
2: Yeah. So just go at it and DM somebody.
0: (laughs) All
2: right. So awareness is the next phase. That's what you've mastered. You've mastered awareness. Awareness can take you from that two, three mil mark, one-ish mark to $10 million a year. Without a real valid business model, you can build a $10 million business on just a crazy strong brand, right? Sell a low ticket thing, you know, 49 bucks a month. Uh, Sell a... Uh, you know, mid ticket thing that's around 7k. And then I, high ticket is where we're like 30k plus on the offer, right? So you can choose one of those three models, 49 a month, that's low ticket, 7k, 30k plus, right? So you have these three models, and then you plug a brand into it, and you become unstoppable, right? So you've done this with Social Proof Podcast. Neo and Marcus Barney have done this with their brands. Uh, Circle of CEOs, everyone's Circle of CEOs has done this, right? They build a brand, and then they all have different offerings. You know, Alex Burton has a low ticket offering. Uh, Marcus and Neo, they charge a lot of money, right? right? And, and Marcus also has lower offerings as well. Um, but awareness is where we leverage Instagram, content marketing, YouTube, um, TikTok, whatever it is, to get attention and to turn that into buyers.
0: Yeah, this is actually contradictory to what most people like. I, I would say like ninety percent of entrepreneurs go because they just go straight to let me create cool videos. Yeah, let me let me create cool content. Yep. Versus doing the work to drive revenue.
2: Yeah, and I'm only sharing my like I'm sharing my experience. There are people who have done mixes of this. It's not black and white, mm-hmm. but. In me scaling from zero to a $45 million valuation company in four and a half years, like this is what I swore by, is going directly for the throat for the first two years, two phases of business growth, and then expanding into awareness marketing. Got it. For me, that was learning how to do webinars, how to do virtual events, how to do interviews like you do. That's where I started interviewing all the thought leaders, which build our email list. Um, and then that's where we turned it into uh, us learning how to sell from stage. Um where is eighty percent of our business comes from now? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can go into that. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and we will, Bill. Yeah. We yeah. Will. Yeah. So the fourth phase is the management phase. Now, most—I'm going to say this. I'm sorry for everyone listening. Okay. Most entrepreneurs don't have the intellectual humility to manage their business.
0: I need an explanation.
2: Okay. Most entrepreneurs make enough money to be the most wealthy person in their family, milk out their (laughs) skills, get to a certain level where they're just like, yeah, I'll just milk this out until I die one day, pocket whatever I'm pocketing and won't learn how to manage my company, won't learn how to become a true leader. And they stop. So what is management? Management is how you scale past $10 million a year. And management is where you learn how to transfer all of your skills and abilities to others, where you become a full-time coach, right? See, a lot of people, I I know you have a a big following. A lot of people build coaching-based businesses. It's the the fastest growing niche right now of all verticals, other than like um, this one technology. I think it's like, um, it's a specific subset of blockchain right now that's growing really fast. It's like a payment technology within blockchain, but mm. then it's coaching businesses. Just rapid growing right now. Um, because as we've I- approached an information society, there's so much influx of information that people need help disseminating it and people need coaches. Um, gotcha. It's it's crazy. Um, so the management phase is where you learn how to take whatever you've been doing coaching. Let's say you have a coaching program and you're coaching other people. You learn how to take that internally to your team. Mm. You learn how to coach your Chief Operating Officer. You learn how to coach your uh, salespeople. If you have a sales team, you learn how to coach your marketing team. If you have someone on your marketing team, you actually learn how to take everything you do for your clients and customers, and then you gear it towards your internal team. And you make them champions. And you make them a lot of money. And when you make your team a lot of money, and you make your team very happy, they make your clients a lot of money. And they make your clients happy. So now, instead of you having to inspire however many people you have in your program, you know, how many people you have in the morning about a thousand thousand people in the program? you're inspiring these thousand people all the time. Now we got to take that and inspire everyone on your team just as much as you spend inspiring the thousand people that are in your program That's
0: good
2: and then that's where exponential growth comes from
0: I think remember what we were talking about earlier, you said that people don't um don't don't not want to be successful, yeah, everyone wants to be. I don't know if that's entirely true. Cause from where I'm from, what's more important than being successful is being real
1: and being real or- who who teaches that nonsense. And believe me, I'm the real Bradley. Yeah. My brands are all real. <laughs> so I would be like, yeah, yeah. But dude, what's real? You have to define that for me real quick. So
0: um, from where I grew up, there's a loyalty, right? where I remember going to get like my first job. Now me and my friends, we play basketball, we hang out, we do absolutely nothing on the weekends and we Uh just kick it. Right. But if I want to go do something else, the environment says, Oh, well, why aren't you hanging out with us? And me going to do something more uh, progressive with my life will sometimes play a factor on me because I know what people are going to think about me. So I don't necessarily want to be too far away from these people. Why? Why? It's the environment I grew up in. Okay, so you made a choice. Yeah, be happy with it. A hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. But I, not everybody wants to be successful for the. Fear everybody of what I do wants to, to be
1: successful. You think? I guarantee it, dude. They may not be telling you. Do you want to be successful? I want to be successful. Name yes. someone who doesn't. Um, me as a teenager. You didn't want to be successful. I didn't want to be successful.
0: My ass. You didn't here's, want to be here's successful. Here's the thing. Because you wanted if, to be successful. I would. So I would want to. If I if I if I got too much separation from my friends, if I went and became successful, the people that I love wouldn't accept me. No, you just feared that that would happen. Yes. Yeah, so I would, didn't want to. I didn't want what I feared. Well, so again, I didn't want to be successful.
1: You did, though. You Mm -hmm. just didn't want the consequence of being successful. Dude, everybody wants to be successful. Correct. Yes. Who doesn't want to be successful? Show me the person that doesn't want to be successful. And after I talk to them for a little while, they'll admit they do want to be successful. But they don't want to lose their mom. They don't want to lose their friends. They don't want to, you know, be laughed at and ridiculed and poked at. So, and mentally, we could believe these things. And Mm. just because we believe them doesn't make them true, by the way. But you could have believed that if you succeed, dude, all your friends are gone. And so you said, No, I want to keep my friends. I'm loyal. I'm real. When in reality, that number one wasn't even the truth. Number two, uh, it, 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 in my opinion, again, like money's not more important than relationships. Yeah. So, like, don't get it twisted. Like, I always tell people, look, here's how it goes. Number one, health. Why health? Because without the health, you'll give up all your money to get that back. Yeah. Trust me, you will. So you want health, number one. Number two, you want relationships. Why? Because if you knew you were going to die, you don't think about your businesses and your cars and your worldly possessions. You think about people.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, And then thirdly is money. Why? Well, because with money, you have every, all the other things that you want, which is crazy because health takes money. So Mm -hmm. so the, the healthier you are, the more money it costs. But what's coincidental, the more healthy you are, sound mind, body, and spirit, the more money you make. So the more money you make, the healthier you can get, which is funny, because relationships, if you think about it, is where all dollars come from. Every dollar you've ever received is from some sort of relationship. That's a fact. So the richer you get, the more relationships, the easier they are, they, they, they come by the dozens when you're rich. Doors open, invites everywhere, you know? So, so the more relationships you have, the more money that comes, the more money that comes, the healthier you get, the healthier. I mean, these are options. You don't have to, but it's all cyclical. The, 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 the more money you get, the more relationships you get, the more relationships you get, the more money you get. If you want, if I always say, you know, you want more money, make more relationships. And then people look, Oh, you don't know how to make a relationship <laughs> come on like yeah. go out introduce yourself well i don't want people to think see now there we're right go. back to the
0: bullshit <laughs> <laughs> when you first got your fir- like your 1st success, six i'm talking about like after a few years your business is successful dude i'm
1: still i'm still sometimes saying dude you made it uh, i look at my bank account and i'm like dude I'm a multimillionaire. Like isn't that weird to think? But it's true. And then I don't then I think and well, that's just a bank account one. Okay? I haven't even looked at the other ones. That doesn't include assets. It yeah. doesn't include anything. So like I sit there and I go, "Dang, even still." Yeah. Why? Because I was told I was never going to make it. No, if I cared about everybody else's opinion, mm-hmm. that would have stuck with me. Mm
0: when you first got your big chunk of, like when you realize you're successful or in that first few years, you, you, the, the money's coming in. Did it change you at all? Did it affect you on any way? I think it amplified me. In other words,
1: I think money doesn't change people. It amplifies people. So if, you, if you're a d- with no money, you'll be a bigger d*** with money. <laughs> right. And if, you're a, and if you're a d*** with money, you're going to be a bigger d*** broke. Right.
0: <laughs> I gotta bleep all this out. This is good. But did you, I mean, even like arrogance or the pride of life and none of that affected you? Hmm.
3: No, I don't think so. A lot of people, not even business people. What they did is somebody gave them the game of, I got an LLC. Mm -hmm. Two, three that was sitting here. Somebody helped me get my personal credit together. Then I ran into somebody uh, that understand business credit they went ran my shit. now I got some platinum Amexes on these three different companies and these limits let me go crazy let me go get this Lambo let me go get this uh, all this drip let me go get the Rolex let me go get this and it's like people was watching them sitting at home they really got businesses and they sitting there saying I'm not doing enough no yeah. You really got a business. Yeah. Just like the girl that's running around here. You, you know what I mean? sisters. I've been I spoke at a lot of women uh conferences and I had to t- I had to check them. I had to check a lot of women, like, listen, 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 Hold up, hold up. You sitting there, I'm not doing enough. I only sold 35 t-shirts. I only sold this much here. Well, oh, my boutique ain't this. And look at her. Baby girl, look at me. What you doing is actually real. But you gotta get off of Instagram.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: get off of Instagram and you're looking at that chick that keep being on all these beaches you know what she's not showing you she's not showing you the other side of the camera that fat that's taking the picture that she's that she's selling that she's selling that thing to
6: oh, okay, she
3: not sure sh- she not, not doing no business see when they got her body done and main man is, is taking care of her but she got you thinking that she doing business because you keep seeing the buy bags and all this other she doing transactions She Talk ain't doing it. business She not doing no business And you all sitting at home And you really doing business oh, Things ain't going right for me Things ain't this oh, Why this and Why me I ain't going to start my business That And then we got the flip side of that I'm going to say something To all the entrepreneurs out there The real entrepreneurs Is really doing it Doing it from the ground You starting that t-shirt line You doing your music Or you're you selling uh, You're cooking You're doing this Let me tell you something Very important Is 8 billion people On this planet You better not you better not let them 20 people that you don't that you know directly, them 20 little people, stop you from connecting with the 100,000 customers that you got out because you got in your feelings because them 23 people that you know, they supported you once, then double back. Ain't nobody supporting me. They don't support my friends. I hate them joints on Instagram. My friends don't support me. Why is you worrying about your friends? You only know 50 people. It's 8 billion people on the planet. You mean to tell me them 20 people gonna stop you from moving? I had to shut my business down because nobody was supporting me. For them, twenty people you know, is you losing your mind? Mm. Is you losing your mind? You let twenty people, most of them don't even really like you like that, and they might be jealous because you're doing something that they not doing. Mm-hmm. And you let them stop you from connecting with them other people. If you would have went sixty days or ninety days more, you probably connected with some investors. You probably would have did an event for your catering business, you know. And sometimes you got to do some shit for free. One of the greatest things I did, I made a million dollars, i probably made millions off, was for free. You was there. I get a call from Ja'Curley that time about the TED Talk. Mm-hmm. Nicole Purvey, she called me, she said, Walo, well, I think I got something for you. I said, how much they, how much they charging me, man? I mean, I mean, how much I'm getting? <laughs> this is when I understood what invoices and booking was. <laughs> I'm telling you, this was like in uh, 2018. I'm like, oh yeah, bet. It's gonna be in Atlanta. She said, yeah, you're gonna do a TED Talk. This and third. I said, what, how much are they giving me? She said, Walo. Well, <laughs> wow, this is going to be for you I said what you mean it's going to be for me how much they giving me I'm popping I need some money <laughs> right so so, so she, uh, she said just hear me out I get on the phone with your Corey he said listen Wildo I'm going to put you on this TED talk I don't have no money for you but I got a hotel for you and that's when he put me in one of my favorite hotels in of the Whitley mm-hmm. Right? I didn't know it but I like that John he put <laughs> me in there he said I'm going to put you in there I'm going to get you a flight too he got me a flight too this and the a third. So I said, all right, cool. Got me a flight. He put me in there. I went and did the TED Talk. I forget my brother's killer. TED Talk, you remember that? Yeah, it was sure. there. I lost count of how many bookings I got from that speech. Mm. Uh, so when I'm saying do something for free, you got some good food and you know your food snapping, this is what you do. Find events that's happening. Hey, go right in the go Look for flight. I'm going to cater your event for free. What you gonna come out of the pocket, a couple hundred dollars or something? You know what I mean? If you, first of all, find the people in your family and find the friends that you know that's willing to invest in you. Yeah. Find the people that's willing to say, what girl are you, listen, cuz I'm trying to do this, this, and the third. I need $500 here. Because that one, that one event that you cater for free could turn into 50s. Because if your Thanks. food really like that, if your food really like that, people, and your preparation is like that, your, your cleanliness is like that, the way you look when you're in there serving food, your team is over. The look is the hook.
0: If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now.